What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this another edition of the Dale and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, crappy night, eh, mate? Hi, <laughs> what a night, Unreal. man! Real, unwild. Yeah. I know. So, as everybody in the in the granny knows, that Rangers beat Borussia Dortmund in their own back garden. Um, four two tonight, sensational opponent. So me and Keith are just going to are just going to talk about the game and then the implications from the game as well, and discuss that in a great deal. But but Keith, um, like we mentioned when we when we done the pod uh, just a few days ago, you know we were we were really looking forward to this game and everything that came with it. However, I don't think we imagined it turning out as well as it did. Is that ah, fair to say? I don't think anybody did. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure when Gio picked the team, he didn't think, you know, oh, this will be a four tour. You know, like it just it was, it wasn't predictable by anybody. Anybody that put that on as a bet, fair play to them. Because if they tell me they, they knew that was what was going to happen, you'd call them a liar. But um, now nah, we did we did say that it'd be an entertaining tie. There'd be lots of goals. They're no good at the back. We can get at them. Um, I had kind of predicted loosely two each before it. Um, so you know, I was kind of. Sort of there, um, but but no, no, that was that was me thinking. You know, come on, let's be optimistic. We can go down and get a couple of goals and get a draw and stay in the tie. The four two and four two that flatters Dortmund, if anything, you know, is just yep. aye, wild man. One of the one of the best for sure for for us in, in modern times at least. Yeah, if not ever. Yeah, definitely. Going into the game, I was talking to a few guys I worked with um, before it, and one of them was like, I think we're going to. I think we're going to be in. I think we'll be in the game for a while, and then we'll, I think we'll. I think they'll end up. One of the guys I worked with said, "I think we'll get beat three nothing." I said, "I don't think so. I think we'll score." That's what he said. Hi, I think we'll. I think we'll score. Um, I don't. I'm unsure if we'll win, but I think we'll definitely score. Where it'll be like a two-one to them, maybe, and go back to go back to Ibrooks, you know, and with the game all in hand. But they would be going as definite underdogs into this game. However, I am mm-hmm. so happy that they proved me wrong. And what a what a performance! Let's just go through the. Let's just go through the team and sort of discuss it and you know some of the some of the instances of the game as well. Now, when you first seen the team, Keith, as well, you know, very similar to to last week with the exception of, um, you know, well, maybe not last week because it was Aaron game, but the ah, yeah. the Hibs game. Let's go the Hibs game. So the only difference was, um, pretty much Borna for Balligan, which was the substitution that happened. So it was pretty much the. The same I team from oh, Jack came in as well, obviously. Aye, Jack, Jack Kamara, Kamara, yeah. I think I yeah. we'll, we'll talk about Jack's performance. We'll talk about that as well. Yeah. So so when you seen when we seen the defence, I was watching I was I was watching and I was um I had um, BT Sport on the iPad and they were very they weren't very complimentary about Calvin Bassett at the back. Now he has had a few shaky games, but he's had a few it's he's had a lot of exceptional games playing centre half, which isn't his natural position um in there as well. And I thought that him and him and Goldson Pretty much, you know, maybe not faultless, but two fantastic performances from them, I thought. Aye, aye. I mean, you're right. If you look at the, um, the, the if you take it like a, as a, you know, data analysis, a data set, if you're looking at Bassi's time at centre-half and his performances, and I think you're right, by and large, he's been, there's, there's been many more good performances than there's been bad, you know. He was on a run where he was starting to, you know, like statistically it was catching up with him. Like you say, he's not centre-half. He was he was doing well at the start, and he had been declining, and it was like, oh no, it's not his position. Then he played a game and a half or whatever it was at left back, um, you know, and it, it he looked um, 
a wee bit <laughs> a wee bit ropey there at times, but I looked, you know, he was good going forward and he, he, he had decent games. And then he's went back into centre half, um, hopefully just short term with Hollander back and hopefully Balogun will be back and all that jazz. Um, and he, he's looked fine again. I, I think it's yeah. like he's, it's like a reset he's had, you know. He's kind of well, the, the pressure's off or whatever. I'm filling in again rather than. You know, if you do it 10 games in a row, you're no longer just filling in. It feels like, oh, I'm turning into a centre-half. I need to be a centre-half. And the pressure builds on a young guy where you're playing at a position, maybe the head starts to go a wee bit and you find some gaps. But he's just filling in again. And that kind of takes the pressure off, do you know what I mean? Because you're like, well, I'm just filling in. The expectations on the on the as high. So I think he's, he's slotted in all right. And, OK, you know, the night there was still, if you're nitpicking, maybe one or two where you, you're like, He's no good in the air still, um, and it's causing you know if he does if he's better in the air, dangers averted sort of thing. But it didn't it didn't have a bad performance by any stretch, and you know you wouldn't say he was like major to blame for any of the goals or anything like that. So no, I thought the kid did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he done well, and then he's he's defensive partners at the back as well. Connor goals, and I thought he had another another fairly solid game at the back as well. Um, yeah, and then the other one that came in that everybody you know Borna. Um, you know, after he game and stuff that played against Dan, and he sort of slowly but surely, I think obviously you can see what they're trying to do, build his confidence back up again. You know, they took him out the firing line for you know a short period of time, but then injury obviously meant he came back in again. And you know, Aye. you can you can see today, you know, at the start, um, a few ropey things at the start there, a few missed passes, um, you know, the chance when he was when he was throwing the goalie as well. I think born that last season would have put that right in the opposite top bin, um. We, maybe with the first I think he took maybe just one one too many touches there aye, um, aye. as well but he did build his confidence back up you know he was the free kick I'd have loved to have seen that going in um, as well but I think he's slowly but surely building up his confidence again and a, a victory like tonight will do someone like him a world of good aye, well, pr- I mean pretty much everybody that played is going to be buzzing everybody that played is going to feel better they're going to feel confident hopefully this this is the sort of thing where you're like right let's let, I mean, we, we said this, I think, on one of the pods recently after the like some of the games, after the Hearts game, is believe in it, right? Believe in what you're doing, believe in what the coaches are telling you to do, believe in your teammates, believe in yourself, because see when it, see when we're on it, like, as you've seen the night, some of the best teams in Europe kind of live with you, do you know what I mean? Yep. That, if, you needed, if you needed proof, look at, look at Kent, look at Morelos, look at Tav the night. Some of these guys are at that level, right? They, they, they can be if they just believe, and obviously... The difference between being world class and being good or being great or whatever is consistency. Do you know what I mean? Like you've seen Tav score some goals that Messi or Ronaldo would be proud of, but you've got to do it consistently, and that's what separates the people. I could score some of the goals. Do you know what I mean? Like me or you can you can hit a cracker every now and again, but you can't do it every week. So you're not consistent. You're not good enough. Um, so it's there, but then you just need to believe. And I think that we've seen last season and in for large spells this season. There is a level of consistency there, you know. Like they just need to really believe and keep going with the the right attitude, the right the right mentality, the right pressure and stuff like that. And we can absolutely go and have a very successful season. Go and win the league. Go and give some other teams problems in Europe and hopefully win the cup as well. You know, there's a, there's a successful season here. Yeah, there is. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I definitely agree with you. After the Celtic game, it probably didn't seem like that, but. Um, but definitely, you know, that way it just makes you realise that, you know, like, why did we sit off them so much that game? But we'll talk about that another time. That's a different, that's <coughs> ah, a different yeah. kettle. That's a different kettle of fish there. But yeah, so so the defence I thought were, were were excellent for for the, for the large majority of the game. Then the two the two holding midfield, two, two centre midfielders, um, Jack and Lindstrom, I thought were sensational. Um, again, Lindstrom's continued his form, and Ryan Jack 
is so important to us. Um, you know, we've, we've we've done well last season without him, but this season we need him big time. He's been, you know, I think we're I think we're really missing him. And we're, we're we're getting to see the old Brian Jack back as well. Aye, I mean, you know, the let, let's take him one at a time. We'll come on to Jack. I'll, I'll lunch him first. Yes, I. I mean, we were talking about it recently. He's went and made the shot his. He was um, he was phenomenal again tonight. Just just doing what he does, man. He bringing bringing some intensity and experience. Like there was a few times where he's maybe just gave away a wee silly free kick, but at the right time, or he's won a silly wee free, free kick. Um, he does something. I don't know. I think I might have mentioned a previous pod, but he does something I really like. That how many people Jack does it as well. Actually, like how many people in our team will pass the ball in front of the guy to keep the move going forward. There's one bit of the night where I think Kent and Aribo is like five yards away, right? Aribo's got the ball. Kent's five yards away. He's on the touchline. He's looking at space and Aribo passes it to him. No, pass it in front of him and let him keep going forward. And guess what? You know, like, then it gives him less time to set and it's the wee details of quality that, that Jack and uh, Lundstrom both have that I don't think, like, Kamara's not that great at it. He's good at it. He's all right. He's, he's got this habit of doing it for Borna. He's got a good relationship with Borna where, you know, you watch him and how many times does he do it on the left? Not too bad. Any other time, it's at the man, on front of the man and it just kills it. Yeah. So I, I like that Lundstrom's just keeping the move, keeping us going forward, keeping us moving, keeping the move flowing rather than, oh, I need to stop and wait for the ball and that's killed the move, you know? So, now nah, I thought Lundstrom had a great performance and Jack, phenomenal as well. I mean, I was surprised they lasted 85 minutes. Um, yeah. That was good. I, I think I probably would have uh, brought Ramsey on sooner than taking Jack off, just from a pure fitness point of view. I think he did look like he started to tire a wee bit. Yeah. Um, but that's totally understandable. Apart from that, I thought the two of them... I mean, I remember seeing the, the Dortmund team at the start, and you're like, I forgot they had Axel Witzel. I forgot they had, you know, like, all these guys. And they never got a sniff. Midfielders no. were nowhere. Nowhere, man. That's right. That's what didn't come out for the second half. He was like, uh, tapping it. I've had enough. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, that, that says it all for me. They, they taking their big players off at half time because they were getting destroyed. Yep, yep. I think you, you make a good point there about the tiredness. You know, you've seen Jack getting tired. I think when it went to 4 1, I think I've seen a few of the players getting tired, like Lundstrom and Aye. Jack, and maybe that just wee change of end, you know, change of Kamara coming on and Ramsey coming on. I think that sort of. You know, once they scored, you know, it sort of showed everything up. And we could like, we had a few more chances after that as well, which was which was um, which was interesting. Then I thought I thought the forward line tonight, every, I thought Kent was probably one of the best we've seen him in a long time. Um, Aye, Morelos, the season. Yeah, Morelos was outstanding. Um, maybe the same performance yeah, this season. Yep. Um, I thought Aribo played well in Arfield again, just his usual dogged self, and he was fantastic as well. So we kind of really, Aye. you know, I think. A Rebo, again, he, he was decent, but he still know the Rebo that we've seen before he went to the African Cup of Nations, you know, where he was he was the man. Yeah. Um, he still know being that Rebo, which is scary to think. Imagine you had that Rebo on how, how Alfie and Kent seem to have been playing recently. Do you know what I mean? And Arfield out in the right, he's, do, he's doing the magic again. Arfield's pressing and harassing them and winning the ball high up the park. Some of that was, was, was great tonight. I mean, he really set the tone and helped us because that... That was a big part of it, you know, pressing them high up the park and realising their defence isn't he phenomenal. So let's put them under pressure and see who cracks and, well, we, we know the result, you know. Yeah. So, um, But just on the tired thing, because of how the game went, actually, they made a lot of changes early. So I, I'm with you. I would have liked to have seen, uh, you know, some, some changes earlier. 
and maybe we'd have held on to the four one. Maybe we wouldn't have, right? You know, and I'm not I'm not nitpicking, but it was just there was a spell where you're like they've made a lot of changes, they've got a lot of fresh legs, and we hadn't really. And it, it did show for a wee bit. Um, that's, that's just a kind of observation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you know, just just when just when you think of the game as well, you know, like you go through the game, we get that penalty, which was a penalty. You know, oh, but aye, even, aye. even even before that, Keith, you know, we were playing, we were playing some good football, and we were we were looking like we were, you know, we were we were getting on top of them as well. And then I think that was just as it just deserves for the penalty. Tav put it away excellently as well, and then. You know, a few minutes later, you know, when a team's hurting, we got the park, a corner coming in, Aribo gets his head on it like he done against Celtic last season. Um, and Arfield at the back post to put it in. So going into yeah. nothing at half time was like, Wow, this is this is unreal. You know, we were we were all talking to each other and we were like, This is this is crazy. I've never seen it like this. And then you're 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 sort of dreading the second half almost and then Aye. Lundstrom scores that fantastic goal. Go of the game for sure. Well, what, a, what a hit it was, as well. And then um, Dortmund, Dortmund get another one back, and um, Jude Bellingham, England international, who did score that. That was that was a good goal. Defensively, we were a bit all over the place. I thought for their two goals, but we'll maybe discuss that in a wee bit. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they scored, and then again, great, great comeback from Rangers right up the park again a few minutes later and get the goal. Um, I don't know what the linesman seen when he flagged for offside. Man, ah, he can was, you believe that when you see I it know. back. I know. Was, I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, yeah, I don't know crazy. if he thinks that the deflections off Arfield, maybe. Yeah, Even then, he's no offside. He's no offside, but, aye, exactly. But I, that was the only thing I thought. Maybe he thinks that's hit off Arfield and Arfield looks far forward. But nah, man, like you say, I, I, I haven't seen it back three or four times or whatever that they, you know, they showed, maybe more. I, I can't understand why he's flagged. There's nowhere yeah. near offside. No, nowhere near offside. And then just towards the end of the game, we were about, I think it was about um, eight minutes to go. Um, Guerrero, the left back who was playing right back for the second half, went on his left peg and put a brilliant strike, put a colour in. So you kind of really, kind of really moan it. Kind of really, you kind of really fault the other two goals. However, you do feel like we were we we had another goal in us. Um, Aye, definitely. And if you know if we went went there, and you know more convincing, but you take a four two victory any day of the week, don't you? Well, I mean that that's the thing, right? It, it's it's totally bonkers to say, but four two, you're probably feeling like. You know, we maybe missed one there. You know, it's crazy to say that, but but that's the truth. Like four two, if anything, flatters Dortmund a wee bit because from minute one, there was there was one team that was that was that was going to win that game. You know, there was right for the start, man. We were putting them under pressure, and uh, you know, for the first ten minutes or something, I'm like, okay, we probably can't maintain this, but we did. You know, they had their wee spell before their goal where the boy has the header for the corner when he probably really should score. He headers it down, he does everything right, but it's just maybe a wee bit far out. Um, or he headers it two down or whatever. Um, and then we got the part and score, and for there, it was just, that was it, man. They were they were done, really. Even at even at 3-1, I think, you know, maybe for a minute, they were like, right, we're back in this, and pretty quickly we went up the park and it was 4-1, and then that was it, it was done. The late one was was a consolation. I know it was, was a second goal, but that's how it felt, you know. Yeah. The game was done. They got the part and they scored a meaningless goal kind of thing. It was not like, oh, my God, this is us. But it came back on. No, really, it never really felt like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was really good, and it was really clinical, you know, sort of finishing as well by Rangers, just at the, just at the perfect opportunities, you know, just at the perfect times, um, as well. It just made it all the all the sweeter, I think, as well. All so, I was missing is that, like you say, us to got the park after at four two, 
if we got the park and, and score another one uh, and it's 5-2, then we've scored again at a perfect time to just really kill it. And that would have been what we deserved. I think that was probably the only bit it was missing from yeah. that sort of perfect performance that you're talking about, about scoring at the right times and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. One one thing I'm, I'm going to, I want to talk about, as a, a slight criticism, I think of it, and it was, you know, the substitution of Sands coming on. Um, and going back to a back three, I thought it was just a wee bit too early in the game to do that. Um, as well, you know, I guess we were we were tiring as well at that point. That was that was one of the points I was making at that point. You know, we were we were tiring. Um, but when did Sands came on in the sixty six minutes? Sorry, I thought it was earlier than that. Um, for Arfield, um, as well. But I just I didn't. I mean, I think I think that might be Sands' natural position as centre half, but he's got a lot to do in terms of. You know, getting used to Scottish and European football, I think, at this level. Um, I was just, when I seen him coming on, I was a wee bit like, oh, we're sitting back here when we when we shouldn't. You know, we were 4-1 up and there was still, you know, 20, nearly 30 minutes to go if you include injury time in there because it was five minutes injury time in there. So it was nearly half an hour still to go in the game. A lot of football still to be played. What did you make of the, what did you make of the substitution, Keith? Uh, no, I, I kind of, I feel like timing-wise, you know, was it a decent enough time for a sub? Then, yes, I fine, but I know not know that sub. I felt like you. It was, it was too early. Um, the only thing I, I can maybe think is, I don't think it was too long after they had made another sub. You know, I think they'd made they'd made like three or four subs by this point. So I don't know if if we were responding to something they've done and maybe just changing our shape because, you know, we were matching them. They, they yeah. changed their they did change their shape. So maybe it was that, but that's the only thing I could think of. But even then. I, I still, I'm still not convinced by it, and I wouldn't say I was convinced by Sands at centre half either. You know, like I, th- I thought he, um, he looked a wee bit ropey. He played a part in one of the goals. I think it kind of cost us a wee bit, and also, uh, you know, there was a couple other times where he's he's been at a position, or he's I, I don't I don't think he looked great. Like you say, he's got he's got a bit to do if he's going to fit into that position, especially at that level. And that's not that's not a major criticism of the kid. You know, it was it's a tough ask. Um, I think it was the it was the wrong play by the manager rather than what I heavily criticise the the young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I was just a wee bit when it when it happened. I was a bit like ah, you know, maybe would have you know took Arfield off and brought on you know a midfielder, maybe like a Ramsey at that point. Um, Aye. They sort of you know sort of keep it keep it in the back four and still press them and attack them. Um, but I guess that's the old you know the thing and you always want more, don't you, when you're a fan? And he's obviously trying to play it sensible. So aye, that would uh, be Ramsey's the... good at that. Ramsey's good at the press, though. Just to you know, like that—that's one of our full strengths, as we've already mentioned. So taking him off and putting Ramsey on, I, I don't think it, it, it's not a, a a massively different sub. You know what I mean? It keeps it going, but it's fresh legs. So I think what you've said there would have been a decent shout for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously some of the other substitutions came on as well. You know, we brought on Kamara and Ramsey, and Ramsey. I thought even though he was only on the park for. Less than ten minutes when you put injury time in that. I thought he was, he done, he done pretty well. You know, he was, he was, he was chasing everything. You know, he played sensible play in the corner with the with their with their attacking boy when he ran the ball out and stuff like that. Aye, Just aye. to add that that wee extra bit on top. Of it. I thought he was pretty. There was I one on the edge he, of the box where he, he like you know as as uh, edge of our box yes. doing defensive work where he he wins the ball and you're like like cool empty it and he skins one and he skins another and you're like okay this this these are the type of situations you get caught. But just the the ball is like it's never more than two inches for his toe, you know. Like it's he's just he's close control 
is phenomenal. You just he uses class, you know, in a tight space like that. And they were they were trying to press and trying to get another goal and you know really really get the tie alive coming to Ibrox. And he was just like, no, nah, it's my ball, you know, just do 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 moving to a freedom and then plays a pass, no panic, no try to empty it, nothing, just calm as you like, man. Quality, yeah. absolute quality. He is, isn't he? He's, he's he's different. He's different gravy, as you would say. Aye, um, aye. here as well. So yeah. Amazing, absolutely amazing night, and you know the fans who are over there. It's just incredible ah, yeah, for them. Imagine being we over there. there. Imagine being over there. It'd be unreal. So those boys and ladies who are over there will be having a fantastic night, I'm sure as well. But ah. let's let, let's talk about the implications of this, Keith. Now as well, you know what's going to, you know, obviously we've got the second leg to play as well. But it's, it, I, I think it's, I think it's more than that. I think it shows you that you know the last few years. I think we've done incredibly well in, in Europe under Gerard. As well, but this is this is just a level up. This shows you that you know that we're back. I think in terms of a European stronghold as well. You know, playing a playing a team like this and and beating them at their in their own at their own patch as well is something that you know. I think it shows the rest of the world that you know that we're back. Aye, well, I think what you say is absolutely right. You know, our, our away record in Europe this season had they been great. Um, you know, like we we lost in Prague, remember, and stuff yeah. like that. You know, where you're like that, that team were well, not too much, but I think um, what we're really hitting our stride. And, and you're right, under Gerard, we, we did phenomenal. Right, Gerard's record in Europe was amazing. I mean, going pretty much um, undefeated last season and, until the you know the, the, the when we went to Slavia, phenomenal. Like some great teams that we've we've got points off of or we beat or whatever. Um, Definitely, but since Gio's come in, you know we've had the the two 0 win, nil nil away to Leon, which you know is one of the favourites for the tournament, and then a four two win uh, in Dortmund. So, right, Gerard a lot of credit, but Gio deserves credit as well because since yeah. he came in, a record in Europe's been been spectacular. And I mean, you think about it, Leon away, Dortmund away, we conceded two goals in his his whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like it's. Aye, definitely exciting, and I think that's the type of result. That's the that's the favourites for the tournament. They were the yep. favourites before this this before kick off tonight at half five. They're the favourites. Yeah, now they're probably not even favourites to go through the tie. Never mind win the trophy. Yeah, yeah. So it shows you. I think it shows you a lot. You know, obviously, like, like we said, we're not just Gerard. I thought Gerard done fantastic in Europe for us. Oh, you aye, know, aye. getting us from the first qualifying round into the group stages and then beyond that. As well was was absolutely incredible, but this is just I just obviously beating Dortmund on their home patch. It's just that wee level above, you know. That's a Champions. This is a, you know, a Champions League match. If you look at it, I mean, as well. Well, um, they won three games in the, in the Champions League group. I don't know yeah. if it was off. I don't know if they won their three home games and lost three away games. But I, it was they, they won they won three games in the Champions League group and went out with nine points. Yeah, so it's it's some going as well, and then obviously we've got next next week to take care of, which is going to be. Sensational! I am so looking forward to next Thursday. I Brooks now. Um, oh, it's I... going to be it's going to be incredible. You know, we've already arranged. We're going to go for a few pints before it and then soak it up and enjoy it. So, I... you know, things like that. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a full house at Ibrox as well. Particularly after that result, this is going to be. I think this is going to be. I think at Ibrox, European nights and old forum nights are a different. And old forum days or nights are just different to anything else. And but this one is going to be up there with a. Definitely with one of the most heated, anticipated games that I think we're going to see pretty much, you know, 
<laughs> maybe not in a lifetime because imagine with the Champions League games hopefully next season we'll be, we'll be up there as well but to date this is going to be one of the most heated ones at Ibrox and the atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric Aye, everybody's going to be buzzing and, and that's the thing the, 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 you know the, the crazy thing now is like how how many people are going to be watching us that game and, and thinking you know like what the hell man this is okay so Rangers beat Dortmund away Let's watch it and see what happens at Ibrooks. You know there'll be goals in it. It's an entertaining game. All that stuff. People, people take notice. This will, this will. Uh, you know, I don't know about how how massive a shock it is. It's definitely a shock, um, and it's a shock that will be felt around European football. Now, you know, I've seen people getting a bit excited and play. It's the biggest shock in European football history. It's probably not even the biggest shock of the season. You know, that sheriff mob won in the Bernabeu. So, like, yeah. you know, we need to kind of keep some sort of context about it. But it's a massive shock. It will be felt around Europe. And it, it really, it, it, you know, it puts a lot of eyes on us, which is phenomenal. And you're right, second leg now, it's what to play for. There's a lot of, it's going to be a brilliant atmosphere. And no matter what, we've, we've win, lose or draw, whether we go through the tyre, we don't. We've given Dortmund a bloody nose. We've given them the fear. We've shown that we're a team to be respected. And we've, we've gave them an absolute game of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, if they bring back Haaland next week and he scores a hat trick and you look, you know, you get put out or whatever, there's no shame in that. There's, there's, yeah. there's no shame now, right? We've we've earned our respect, um, and we've we've put in a phenomenal performance against a phenomenal team. So you know, I'm, I'm not saying the job's done. That's not it at all. But you know, there's a massive amount of credit in the bank, and just the, the players should be should be proud of their performance and carrying it forward into the rest of the season. And next week. We fancy scoring against them, right? So, okay, they might come and beat us, but they need to beat us by two or more. Yep. And that's the thing is, they can play Haaland and he can score a hat-trick and they can score three. But if they score three, we're probably going to score one or two at least. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, can't wait, man. Absolutely can't wait. I've been buzzing for this tie. You'll know for, as soon as it was drawn, this is the team I wanted. So, yep. to actually get it, I was, I've been buzzing for like the past week. Um, and this is just taking it to a whole other level, man. It is. It is. I think we are, I seen a thing on Twitter earlier on um, we must be the only team in the world that has beat Real Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, and still in Albion in, in the same season. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone else has done that, to no, be fair. No, I don't either. Um, um, so, but, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like you said, about talking about records, and obviously that's a that's a hilarious record, but there is things like, you know, has any other Scottish team won in Germany? No. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Never no, mind. I'll beat I mean, Dortmund the first, anyway. The first Scottish team to... Beat Dortmund at, in Dortmund as well. Aye. I think we're definitely the first one to do that. And, and I think first European team, uh, first British team, sorry, to, to beat them or score or beat them by two goals or more or something like that since Man United in the sixties or so, you know like since Busby's Babes or whatever. You know like yeah. it's just it's just crazy. I know it's brilliant records. It's it's absolutely fantastic, and you know I think it shows you you know that I th- you you make a very very good point you know about you know that gaining the respect of them, you know, because people, a lot of people, I was watching a few guys who are on, you know, some of these YouTube bloggers who talk about, you know, I like my football talks and stuff like that, they were talking about it, and one of them had a show on today about the Europa League, and they, yeah, I expect English, English fans who didn't know much, you know, they, they were like, all depends if Rangers have had these playing today, and well, you obviously don't watch a lot of Scottish football, and know much about it, um, <laughs> but but they were but they were saying that we were going to get beat three three one and four one and stuff like that, and you know it shows you that we are back where we belong at the height of European football um, as well, and we're not we're, we're no mugs, you know we're not just here to make up the numbers, you know we gave them a we gave them a doing tonight, and you know we're going to do we're going to put the same fight and the same intensity 
into into next week as well. Plus, we're going to have a packed Ibrooks behind us. I think I think Dortmund will get the corner. I think that's what they'll get. I'm unsure if they'll get any more than that. But you know, if they come and you know their fans will be cheering, but we'll be louder than them. Oh, um, aye, aye. So it's going to be it's going to make for a great game. And this is, you know, obviously it, it's it's great for the Boston Knights and you know to see that we beat some of this. But it's just it's just so much more than that. Um, as well to beat them and put in such a great performance over there and, and boss the game you know I know as well it was just it's absolutely incredible to think I, about it imagine we go through for the tie right and whatever happens next week but I mean we could, we could go through in penalties or whatever it doesn't matter if we get through by any means who's going to want us in the draw yep do you know what I mean like you, you look at it and you, you, you'd have thought before it we would have been one of the teams that like your Dortmund or whatever would have went ah we fancy that mob People are not going to be like that anymore. Do you know what I mean? They're going to look at it and they're going to be like, eh, maybe no. You know, like on their day, that, that's that's trouble. And the thing about cup football is anything can happen. Do you know what I mean? Like it's easier to defend than it is to attack. So if you go out and you win, like we did tonight, you know, and you just you set if you've got the right players and everybody's fit and you come home in the away leg and you just go, you know what? Like I mean, that's how Walter Smith got us to a European final. Just like, nah, we don't care about winning the night, but you're not going to score. Do you know what I mean? And just well, that, that can be enough. And I'm not suggesting that's what we will do or should do. But you know that that happens in European football all the time. I mean, yep. people. How many times in the Champions League has somebody come back for like losing four 0 or whatever? It literally never happened until PSG kept shit in the bed in the last like three seasons or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So you, you can sometimes you can just kill it in the one leg of the tie. So. You need to be really careful, man. Nobody's going to want us in the draw. Yeah. I mean, we don't want any rain, right? Because all good teams waiting. But bring it on, man. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. You just you want the big teams. You want a bit of fun. You want the journey. You want the experience. That's why I wanted Dortmund was just yeah. for the for the experience rather than going out to Slavia again or something like that. You know, you don't mind. But the fact that you might actually put them out just makes it even better. So the magic, the more magical. It does. It does. And I think it's. You know, it's, it's it's a really you know obviously it's an amazing night and stuff like that, but it's really it's a really significant night I think for Rangers to you know in terms of our history and what we've been through Aye. over the last wee while as well, just to say that we're you know we're back there and we're back with a fucking bang. <laughs> it's that twenty thirteen thing in it that you were, we were talking about offline. I don't know if you want to you know maybe yeah. mention that, but like you say, it, it, it does show the journey. Yeah, yeah, twenty thirteen. You know, we were in we were in the Scottish second division and Dortmund were in the Champions League final. You know, we and they've obviously got some of the players who were playing that night still there, um, as well. Thankfully, we don't have any of the players that were playing for us then still here, <laughs> which is which <laughs> is good, um, which is good, um, as well. But yeah, it just I think it just shows you that we're we're back. We're a well formed unit as well, and I think this is this could be the springboard of our of our season. Now, obviously, we took a bit of a we took a bit of a dent at the Celtic game, um, there. But you know, since then we've been we've been we've been pretty awesome since then. And again, it just we've took it up a notch again tonight. Aye, aye, no, that that's that's definitely it, man. It's uh, I think that you know if there is if this season goes like we hope it will, you might actually find it in a weird, twisted way that on the end of season DVD that that Celtic result could actually be, you know, I don't want to say the best thing that happened to us because that 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 just doesn't have the right sentence. But you know what I mean? It, it could end up being a massive positive where the team have went. Right, there's a kick up the arse we needed because we were only in great form. But since it, we've been phenomenal. So it's it's been that reset button. You know, sometimes you just you need somebody to give you a slap, and then you're like, right, sorry, I I'm back, I, I'm focused again, and that might be exactly what it what it turns out to be. So far, touch wood, it's how it's looking. 
So, yep. you know, like, yep, that's been the reset. And we just keep going from strength to strength. And the night is one of the things that proves what we're absolutely capable of. And if Celtic beating is reminded us of that and we're going to win the league, win the cup and do well in Europe, maybe it was worth it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously the attention now turns, obviously that's fantastic, but that goes in the back burner now for Sunday, which is another <laughs> massive game away to Dundee United. Well, it's, it's um, crazy to say that, but aye, that's, that's life at the Angels. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. Amazing, but you lose on Sunday... People aren't going to be shaking your hand anymore. Do you know what I mean? No. It doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I had a massive game on Sunday. But, like I say, we wanted to fire out a really quick podcast about um, about tonight and just how amazing it is. So, um, I think that's probably a good place to call it, mate, um, there as well. Do you agree? Aye. No, brilliant. Aye. Like you yeah, say, buzzing. Yeah. Um, aye, let's let's look forward to the excitement. But, aye, yep. absolutely. Yep. Tremendous. Well done, lads. Every bear out there, enjoy your night tonight, lads. We deserve it. Um, lads and ladies should I say enjoy it enjoy your night you deserve it and all the boys and ladies over in Germany as well enjoy your night um, <laughs> and me and you will be back next week to discuss the um, Dundee United game and a look ahead to the Dortmund game as well well we're pretty much done most of it but we'll be back then to discuss all things Rangers until then cheers mate cheers mate take care thanks very much for listening guys take care bye